Welcome to another episode of New Savages Spirituality. I'm Simon. I'm John. Just two brothers on a journey. And uh, this week's episode is really just a little catch-up because we haven't been doing this for a little while because we've been really busy. So, yeah. yeah. We have been. So how are you doing, brother? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. You know, I'm just sort of... um, Going with the flow, I think, is the best way I can describe things at the moment. Lots of changes have gone on over the the last few months, haven't they? Um, yeah, definitely. And I think, like like everybody else, we've we've just had to sort of ride the wave a little bit, you know. Yeah, definitely. I think you know, certainly from doing the the men's circle, I've noticed um, we're all like life's tough. You know, mm. financially, mentally, spiritually, etc. This it feels like there's just such a heavy energy around, like constantly, like a cloud. Yeah, Whether it's sunny or or cloudy. There's just this cloud, this weight of, I don't know. Yeah. Just, so yeah, I think a lot of people have been struggling a little bit, and yeah, yeah, sure. I've been busy this summer. You know, I've been working a lot, a lot of changes, a lot of changes in my business, and restructuring, realigning things, and kind of what I've been really trying to do for the last few months with, with my partner Daisy is just simplify shit, really yeah. get things as simple as possible, getting into nature as often as possible, yeah. um, getting away from people, if I'm honest. So, you know, when I'm not at work, we, we go and we find walks where we can just get into nature and just be surrounded by trees or by the ocean, swimming in the ocean all the time. So, yeah, just really trying to, I suppose, go back to basics a bit. Yeah, I like the thought of that as well. I mean, like like yourself, I've had a really busy summer, um, but I've done loads of stuff, like loads of exciting things. I've been to some amazing gigs with my my children and that, which has been brilliant. Um, mm. We had a retreat, um, uh, and we've done you know lots of lots of different work uh, in that area. Um, yeah, should yeah. we talk about the retreat a bit? Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. It's a, a good one. So, um, so yeah, it was May, wasn't it? Mid May. Mid May, yeah, we did a we did a retreat then um, down in Lyme again, um, and it was it was a new venue, and I really liked that venue actually. It was really like it was quite spacious. There was plenty of room, and um, it had nice like a really nice vibe to it, nice energy to it. Um, mm. And uh, this was our first um, a mixed retreat as well. Yeah, so, and that was and, good. I liked that element. Yeah. In the- the kind of divine masculine and feminine together. Yeah, it was definitely a lot, a lot different to the the all male ones that we've done. So, um, yeah, it, it was a great day, um, and uh, yeah, I just really enjoyed it. I think, like, I mean, I love doing the retreats. There's a lot of work that goes into them, obviously. And I don't know about you, but the night before, I am anxious as anything because mm. you know I, I really want to put my um, my best foot forward, so to speak. But um, at the end of the day, when we're finished and, you know, everybody's just like, you know, hugging and moving on to their, their journey home and whatever, um, it just feels wonderful. I always feel kind of elated. And then the day after, I feel kind of bummed out because we're not doing it again because we had such a great day the day before. Um, yeah, definitely. I, th- I think the thing is with these kind of retreats, firstly, you, you meet some amazing people who, you know, you're aligned with and, and who there's just such a great, um, honesty and vulnerability. And also we feel so 
strongly about wanting to support people about mm. positive mental health and and just actually kind of owning how we feel that um it it just feels right doesn't it that what it we're does. doing yeah. and, and supporting people and also you know there's no hierarchy of any of the kind of retreats that we've done or anything it's just that we we want to support people and um and share because everyone's got such a everyone's got a voice and everyone's got such varied experiences and you can learn from everyone and these shared experiences like that they're just yeah you gain so much from yeah oh yeah like i mean obviously we design a program for people to take things away with them but i i mm. honestly i get as much out of those people that come as we give them um, yeah yeah and, of course it, it does feel like there's a huge sort of feeling of reward that comes with organizing it and doing it. Um, and it, it, you know, I often think that, you know, everybody's role in life is to be of service in one way or another. And I guess this is how we do it. Mm. You know. Yeah, definitely. And, and we're, you know, we're organizing one. Hopefully we're looking for October, aren't we? We are. We're trying, in, trying in to do late October. Yeah. This one is, yeah. is, will go back to the format of all men and it's a newer yeah. program, isn't it? It's, it's uh, this one will be what it is to be the modern man. Um, yeah. And, and, and we've talked yeah. before about this, haven't we? And, oh, and yeah, how important it is to actually, yeah, to kind of almost redefine what masculinity is, like positive Absolutely. masculinity within the 21st yeah. century and and what our roles are. Really Absolutely, yeah. Because yeah. dynamically so, it's changed. Yeah, I'm yeah. really excited for it. I think like... I think truthfully, um, this one will be will be more primal. That's how I feel about it. You know, yeah. more more primal. That's the best way I can describe it in my head. I think. Um, mm. But um, yeah, I'm really excited for it, and I know like we've got some great things planned, and and um, I think for the for those guys that do decide to come, it will be a, a very sort of emotional day. Um, yeah, before, definitely. But I, think, I think it's going to be great. I'm excited for that one for sure. Mm, yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think also that it, like it, each of the retreats that we do, we see, we reflect on, you know, we have evaluations from people and yeah. we're just kind of just all the time honing what we're doing and really just yeah. having a beautiful focus on on how we can support i think that's the only way to say Absolutely. it yeah yeah i mean i think i had a um, an interesting conversation with somebody and they said um that you know that when they go to a retreat they're always you know and we you get to that point where there's a sharing circle and they want to share but they don't have the confidence to share and then the mm. one time that they did um they went first and they opened up and they were so like raw and uh, really let that emotion out um and a they felt better after having that moment of sharing to that group b they were shocked by the amount of love that came back towards them and so grateful mm -hmm. for it and c they were then really honored by the fact that everybody then felt um comfortable enough to share as well so they realized that them opening up had been their act of service if you will to allow everybody yeah. else to be as raw and as emotional and open. And I just thought that was like, you know, that kind of summed it up for me. That was the, like, what what these sort of events are about is having that opportunity to be 
open and vulnerable and and just allow everybody that sort of space is a privilege uh, really it's beautiful you know so and, beautiful yeah and i love that for like like when we do them i love the the you know because you can stand there and talk all day and and get nowhere but when that one person has that moment and they you know they find that sort of something that they've been toying in their mind for a little while and it comes to the forefront and they can vocalize it and really be vulnerable with it it's just that's the epic. Mm. that's one of those there's yeah. something about that as well where i mean we all know i both me and you we, we pretty much love the sound of our own voices yeah and that's fine you know we know our, our places and we know how we you know we develop the ability to hold space and to listen as well and those are skills that we develop over time but for people who really struggle to find a voice when they do it's amazing oh yeah you know yeah. where someone who doesn't really want to be at the front and want to be talking and want to be leading that that there's magic in that it's interesting because i've been um doing some cacao training i'm going to be a um a, ca- a cacao practitioner and be able to hold um cacao ceremonies and and incorporate i've kind of incorporated already cacao into a daily practice my own kind of intention daily or daily intention setting and stuff but um i've been in the uh, you know quite often i'm at the front uh, you know leading the men's circles also excuse me or you know we thank you we lead the the retreats but being part of training where i'm not leading it's been really interesting to actually to listen and to see how other people hold space and to be in an environment that's predominantly women and actually finding myself completely out of my comfort zone and um do i want to talk which most people would be surprised because i talk a lot but it's like being a a funny position to be like well yeah is is my voice relevant and so for, for quite a few of the weeks i haven't actually said much and then it's on a monday night last night i just felt compelled to talk and it it's a funny thing because in think things like cacao so i mean is it it's it's quite a feminine energy and, and in a lot of these things like if you go to an ecstatic dance it's predominantly women and it's the same that the cacao training there was just me and one other guy and then about um 12 13 women but what me talking not because it's me or because i'm special but a man talking about how he wants to try and share cacao with other men it opened up so some of the women were saying well actually yeah we've been thinking it for women and you know we'd be doing it within women's circles but why shouldn't we so it's just it was a funny position for me to be in feeling in this quite vulnerable state where i i'm kind of outnumbered and and maybe feeling a little bit like um is my voice relevant so yeah it it was quite actually humbling and nice to to be in in a kind of that position that vulnerable position yeah it is nice actually yeah because i i was talking with with my my partner and and she was saying like because obviously we organize these retreats i'd really like to go on one you know mm. i'd like to do more of them but you know time restraints and, and work and everything else is, you're very limited you know it, it it sometimes at the moment it feels like you don't have a moment to yourself to get anything you know done and sorted um so like the, the back of my hand, the, the thought process of maybe going and doing like, as, a, as you know, a retreat as a not as a facilitator, but rather as a you know um, 
spectator. Yeah, Mahesh is doing one, isn't he? Mahesh, yeah. we did a podcast with him last yeah. year. And um, yeah. yeah, I'm really gutted because I wanted to go to that, but it happens to fall on a day that I've got my young daughter. So I can't do it. Otherwise, I think I'd have gone along because obviously yeah. it's a long way for you, but it's not that far for me. And it sounds amazing. It does look but, really um, nice. I toyed with the idea, but it's actually the same night that I'm seeing Dinosaur Jr. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. Don't so. get me started about that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah. So, well, it, once again, though, you see, it's just like you know, and we have a we have a, a guy in our our um, in the men's group who's been trying to get to one of our retreats, and um, for the last few, he hasn't been able to attend because everyone has clashed with another thing that he's got going on. Yeah. So you know well, when you. Look, you know, you look at it like that, and it's like, oh, my gosh, it's so much, you know, of a struggle at times. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, even with us opening it up to the men's circle, obviously we are opening it up to all men, but we kind of, we initially went and talked to the men's circle because we want to yeah. make it available, but trying to find where everyone can make a same day is not an impossible. Oh, it's so difficult. And you want everybody to be able to attend. You know, within reason, obviously, you don't want like a hundred people there. That would be too much. But no, uh, but everyone but, that it resonates for, and everyone yeah, that feels for sure, that for sure. something from it. Yeah, and I mean the other thing about, but the retreats that we organise, we try and keep the numbers pretty low, um, mm. and the intention behind that is so that we can really connect with everybody. You know, I don't ever want anybody to come along and, and think that we didn't have enough time for them. You know, it's no. always been a big thing for me is that. If we're going to run these events, then I want people to be able to get that one-to-one with us as well. Yeah, you know, definitely. That's, that's pretty tricky. Um, it is. It really isn't. I think, yeah, moving forward, we will always make sure that that's the case, that, that yeah. the numbers are, are just right. But it, it seems to happen naturally anyway. That It, it kind of does, yeah the right number of people for what we're offering with the space that we have come along. It certainly has with all of them that we've done so far. And for sure. Yeah. For sure. I'm really excited for it. Yeah. That's the funny thing about it that I'm as stoked as anyone. Oh yeah. Me too. Me too. Like I, I put a lot of thought into it and you know, and like I say this, this, this one is a little different. It's not the normal format that we, we use. Um, and it's far more, directed at, at the masculine where previously we've tried to keep it masculine and feminine energies of an equal measure this one is far more aimed for the men um and so subsequently yeah there's a there's quite a lot of changes that we're making but i'm excited by that to be honest i think it's gonna be great mm, for sure yeah yeah so what else have you been up to over summer well i'll be honest i've I've worked an awful lot like yourself. Um, and then I've been to a lot of gigs. Like it's been pretty good. I haven't seen this much live music in ages. So, and some of the yeah. experiences have been Pearl phenomenal. Jam. You went to, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. So Pearl Jam and the Pixies and Cat Power. Um, so Leon Bridges. Um, so yeah, both, both shows in London. And then like, you know, I'm not that far from London, but I'd rather like book a hotel and everything. So I've stayed over each time. But mm. the, the nice thing about it is it's been with like, I would see Leon Bridges with my daughter, which was awesome. Um, and then I would see Pearl Jam with my two eldest boys. 
which once again was like awesome and it, it like mm. it was brilliant you know um just that experience of sharing it with them and i'm not gonna lie the first pixies song i didn't even look at the pixies i basically just watched my son sing along to the pixies you know i didn't really actually pay much attention to them for that first tune um oh. because I, I was just so taken with how much he loved it and um you know that's something i'll you know i'll treasure always um, that's beautiful well yeah, as you know I'm, I'm gutted I, yeah. I had tickets that i had to sell again yeah. due to childcare issues but well, not issues just t- childcare clashes but that's yeah. being a dad and well it's being yeah. a dad when your child's young obviously you're yeah. at the other end where you're going with your kids and one day yeah, that'll be the case now. with luna but yeah yeah, yeah it's, when, it's, when you it, it's a absolutely brilliant dynamic as well to experience that with your kids no matter mm. how old they are you know um it was just yeah it was just mind-boggling like ace you know i had such a great few days with them you know when we were in london and just mooching around and kind of you know doing sort of stuff that you do in london um but you know i'm always glad to get home at the end of it it's a it's a heavy city you know yeah yeah i don't dig london i was in bristol last friday i went and saw naco bear and that like his music's really powerful. It's 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 medicine songs really. Yeah. He's a Native American and he, and he talks, you know, a, a lot about indigenous and the the way, you know, the, basically the the way they've been mistreated. The 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 Native American, you know, indigenous to that land and like the Aboriginals being fucked over really. And next yeah. week I'm going to see. Xavier Rudd in Bristol again. It just so happens that the two gigs have coincided. The funny thing with the Xavier, I bought the tickets over a year ago. It's the, it was literally thirteen months that ago that I bought the tickets, and that's like the longest I've never bought tickets that early before. But I just <laughs> because yeah. it was, it's really only, it wasn't that far out of the um the second lockdown. It was like I'm gonna buy them in the knowledge that maybe it will be cancelled, but um. Thankfully, he's on his way to the UK, and I think he's in Portugal at the moment. Um, but I think, as you know, Xavier really he he sings about the Aborigines and how they've been absolutely again fucked over. And really, like he's got a song called "Spirit Bird" that just savages the government, the Australian government, and it's uh, uh, to be quite yeah, honest, the Australian government needs to be savaged. But <laughs> let's not make that a conversation. I don't think this is the place. Yeah. No, but, no. With it, yeah. there's meant to be change. I think there's new, a new person in power. And I was talking to an Australian guy who came in for a cut, and he says yeah. that the the new administration are looking at changes. So who knows? Fingers, but fingers crossed. crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, I mean, going back to you know music and that it is like, I to be honest, we, you and I went to see The Offspring last Christmas in yeah. London, and and that was like that was almost the point. And then I got the tickets for Leon Bridges from my daughter for Christmas. So we went and then um, my sons and I bought the Pearl Jam tickets I think in the February? No, we bought them before Christmas because um, Yeah, because I bought them as well. It was like yeah, November. Yeah, so we had all those and then um, uh, my my partner Sarah bought me tickets to see Henry Rollins in the February and that got cancelled. And the ironic thing is that got cancelled. So to replace those tickets, she bought me. She's bought tickets to go and see Black Flag in January of next year. 
So I'm flipping yeah. up Rollins for Greg Ginn and uh, Mike Pallali. So Yeah, that's pretty sick. I need to get tickets for that, actually. Yeah, so that should be really good. And then, obviously, I'm off to see Dinosaur Jr. in about four weeks, I think, or five weeks. With uh, yes, like the thirty first of October, or something is it? Sixteenth, sixteenth of October. Oh, with sixteenth, yeah, sixteenth. Um, with my son Casper, so um, I'm kind of hyped for that because I'm a huge Dinosaur Junior fan. I'm really, I'm kind of buzzing for that. Um, yeah, I really want to go, but I don't know that I can make it happen. Yeah, I mean, we should see. Yeah, it, it is. It's like. Unfortunately, it's not just the tickets either. It's a hotel and everything else. Yeah, it becomes expensive. And I've train actually, tickets. I've, I've still got the train tickets, though. I, um, from when I didn't go to see Pearl Jam, I just keep postponing them. So Fair enough, yeah. I've got tickets, so I could sort it. But um, yeah. I think if, if you're an old school skater that used to watch some of the early 90s skate videos, you can't not like Dinosaur Jr. Oh, for sure, yeah. They would, I mean, they'd like, they're one of the all-time greats, in my opinion. It was like, they're on my list. You know, everybody has that list of artists they want to see. And yeah, on my list. sadly, loads of mine are dead, so it's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, my, my number one is still alive, but he is getting on a bit now. Who's that? It's Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson? Nice. Yeah, Willie. In fact, I got this brilliant vintage Willie Nelson T-shirt the other day. Um. And for those of you listening, Fair I'm wearing it now, and it's beautiful. I'll tell you. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's he. I think he's like ninety something, or wow. close to ninety. No, might be nineteen. That's crazy, year. isn't it? Yeah, still recording. Like he does, like three albums a year or something ridiculous like that. So that's sick. Yeah, so who would be on my list? I suppose. Um, yeah, well, it it would have been Beastie Boys, but I can't. Yeah. Would have yeah. been Linkin Park, but I can't. Rage Against the Machine, I've never seen. And I've I have really seen liked them, it. yeah. And yeah, they were that. performing at Reading, but cancelled it, didn't they? They did, so, yeah, I think so, yeah. Maybe next year I'd see them. But, yeah, I mean, like, they were, I saw them years ago with a couple of mates in Wembley, like, a long time ago now. It would be, like, about 20 years ago. Mm. So, but they, they were brilliant. Yeah, they're really, really good. Um, but I've seen Prophets of Rage and I've seen Audio Slaves, so I did get yeah. to see Chris Cornell before he sadly passed. See, that's pretty cool because that's a voice yeah. and a half, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I never saw Soundgarden, but I did see Audio Slave. Yeah. And uh, Prophets of Rage at Download were cool. So yeah, but there's there's something about live music, and I feel like um, you know, we always talk about positive mental health and um things that you can do, and for me, live music does. And actually, sometimes the smallest of gigs, like the coziest of oh, they're kind my of favorites. venues, yeah where, yeah, where you can, you can like I don't know, smell the sweat. You can actually see, yeah, the the artist. Oh. I went to see Mumford and Sons in London, where literally they were little dots. There was just no point in being there. I may as well just to listen to them on yeah. Spotify. I mean, whereas, I gotta, yeah, like the atmosphere in a small venue. I've seen big shows and little shows and and that sort of thing, and and like. Um, I've seen, you know, some of the best shows are always the little ones. I saw Pure yeah. Love at the Joiners in Southampton twice. And each show would probably be in my top ten. Um, yeah. You know, they were just amazing. And then I've seen um, Butch Walker play, when I was living in Australia, play a, uh, like a room no bigger than your living room, basically, with just him and a guitar. And there was no probably way. like 65 people there. 
and well, like this Nako gig was on a boat in Bristol. Oh, the Thekla. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> saw. Um, yeah, I saw the Bronx Mariachi Old Bronx and Ghost of a Thousand there about I ten bet years because it's only like four hundred capacity. It's a but great it's a venue. Venue. It's yeah, amazing. it's one of my favorites and, actually. It's brilliant. Yeah. Naka kept saying, "We're on a boat." We're on yeah. a fucking boat. <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah, we're on a boat. And the toilets are funny. They're, yeah. They're, yeah. Toilets, that they've actually got windows in, so people can look in at you having a pee, yeah. but whatever. Yeah. It's, a, it's a great, it's a great venue. I, like I said, I saw, I saw the Bronx headline, um, and then they opened as themselves, with the, as the Mariachi Bronx. So you got two, no like, Bronx. And it was, at, at, like, I think it was the second time I'd seen Mariachi Bronx. And um, yeah, they're brilliant. They're so good, so so good. And he kept referring it to as, as uh, the lead singer of the Bronx. Can't think of his name right now, but kept referring to it as Bristol Beach. Hey, Bristol, Bristol Beach. Beach. Yeah, we were going to play in Brighton the other, the other night. You guys can beat Brighton Beach, can't you, Bristol Beach? But uh, yeah, <laughs> what a, a great show! It was, it was brilliant. One of my favourites. Bristol Beach. But yeah. Interestingly, though, being out on a Friday night in Bristol, which like me in the city on a Friday night is not a, a usual oh, thing at all. But yeah. it's still, I don't know, since lockdown, feels like everything's a bit quieter. Or maybe it's because people haven't got money, but it wasn't rammed. I know, I mean, we weren't in the very centre because yeah. we were, you know, by the docks and stuff. But yeah, it was I, quiet. I think, I think people, like, obviously my day job, I work for a charity. Um, so I, I feel the impact of, people being cautious with their money pretty heavily, to be honest. Mm. Um, and I have noticed that quite considerably over the last few weeks, um, since maybe the, like with the kids going back to school as well, like you've seen that impact on, on mum and dad's purse because it's expensive. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. It's a lot of money to, to just get school uniforms and, Oh, that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, it's. I think people are being more wary. They are being more cautious. Um, there just seems to be different energy out there at the moment. You know, like like I think you, you said earlier on that it, people seem to be weighed down. You know? Yeah. Mm. Um, and there's. Like I had really, a, f- a friend of mine. He described it as that we're in this kind of chrysalis stage and that that stage you know where there is a lot of darkness it's before the light and yeah that whether that's right or wrong it, it there's some solace for me in that that it's yeah it gives us the opportunity to, for growth from yeah the kind of the discomfort mm. but yeah so we've had quite a long hiatus since yeah. our last podcast but we're um we're back and we're going to do them we're going to be chatting to people and um yeah we're going to make it as much as possible like just conversational there's no questions we're just gonna meet interesting people we're gonna talk about topics that um are prevalent to us we're gonna focus on mental health and and really just make it interesting conversations with with different people yeah different people different backgrounds like um you you know i we have got a somebody who's who's been on the podcast before as a guest who's returning that we're quite excited about. Don't want to give too much yeah, away definitely. just yet. Um, but yeah, definitely one of our favourite people we've had a chance to talk to. Um, mm. 
but yeah, but for the most part, I think it's just finding people with different backgrounds and different histories and different stories and just checking them out, really. Seeing what makes Yeah, them the tick. funny thing is, over the summer, I've met loads of people who thought, oh, it'd be great to do a podcast with you. And then just life gets in the way and you forget. But Absolutely, yeah. You know, I think yeah, that's but, the thing as well is like, you know, we, when we when we started doing these, we were like, yeah, we're going to do one every two weeks. And, that, and we did for a long, long time. And then realistically, like I said, life gets in the way. And we do have mm. jobs and, you know, we, we do other stuff. And, um, well, we'd, you know, we're both working in um, pretty uh, full-on jobs. Between us, we've yeah. got eight children. We've both got <laughs> partners. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's full-on. Yeah, and, um, yeah. Yeah, we want to be of service, and this is part of being of service. And Absolutely, we really appreciate yeah. all the people. Like people, still, even though we haven't posted one for ages, every day people are listening. Yeah, and know, I appreciate. So. I really appreciate those people, and and then thank the fact that somebody takes the time out to listen to to two old farts rambling along is, is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I would like actually, you know, if you'd like to come on the podcast and chat to us then reach out to us. I'd be keen to, I'm keen to talk to anybody, to be honest. I'm lonely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, the, the other thing that people don't know behind this, the scenes that have happened is we've, it's either two or three, pod, it's actually three podcasts so far that we actually recorded and um, due to different technical issues, we've this never actually managed to produce like diff- yeah. three different people. And, we just yeah. not like one was in New Zealand, wasn't it? Um, yeah, and, and a couple like, from the UK. So yeah. th- at some point, we'll probably catch up with them again. It's just the way that it's worked. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I I firmly believe that the universe has a plan for all of these things. So it just might not have been the right time for those guys at that. Point. Yeah, but yeah, um, will, we we will, we will yeah we will get back to them and we will definitely have them back on. Um, yeah, because they've got great <laughs> stories and we want to hear about them. Yeah, 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 definitely. And um, I, I'm, you know, you've got stuff going on as well that you haven't shared that we will over the next few podcasts, and I've got some more stuff that I'm doing. So it's exciting times. There's always that kind of evolution, and yeah, 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 pretty stoked. Yeah, I think like so far this year's been been a badass year. It's been pretty good and, and hectic and busy and chaotic and awesome, all wrapped up in one. Um, yeah reflection of life <laughs> yeah absolutely but i think you know maybe maybe that's the reality of the world is that summertime isn't a time to record podcasts it's a time to go out and have some fun you know yeah. enjoy the weather and, and do what you can yeah, while you've got it been out a lot yeah yeah and interestingly we did do far more podcasts when it was dark early and stuff so yeah, yeah but um we're gonna yeah. put this out this week and um we look forward to um to putting some more out and yeah, hearing any sure. feedback from people definitely absolutely yeah yeah can't wait can't wait it's gonna cool, be man. well it's good to be, to be back yeah definitely well let's yeah. do our, our little blessing to yeah finish, let's do as always may any goodness that comes from our practice be shared outwards in all directions and together may we create a positive change on this planet thank you brother take it easy brother and love you to soon. everyone sending messages bye